Lesher, I'll give you a cue here. MMM Agency 100 Studio Sessions. Elevate Healthcare. Okay, we're rolling. This is Lesha Bouchak, and I'm a senior reporter at MMNF. I'm super excited for you to plug into this episode of the A100 Studio Sessions, a new podcast series that gives members of the MMNM Agency 100 list an opportunity to riff on what sets them apart. In this episode, we're focusing on the agency Elevate Healthcare and how Elevate was purpose-built to lift healthcare challenger brands to new heights with unique positioning, innovative strategies, and disruptive creativity that challenges the status quo. We'll hear from the healthcare challenger brand experts who have identified 11 distinct challenger brand archetypes that just might help you better engage customers and drive growth. I'm happy to be joined by Elevate Healthcare's Chief Creative Officer, Barry Schmader, and Sam Canizero, Executive Creative Director. Barry and Sam, welcome to the A100 Studio Sessions, and thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thrilled to be here. Elevate has been championing healthcare challenger brands since its inception nearly eight years ago. Can you tell me, how do you define a challenger brand and what's different about a healthcare challenger brand? When we started Elevate, I think right from the inception, we were thinking about challenger brands and the agency was really, as you said, purposely built um, to be the agency that was the champion. Of, of healthcare challenger brands. And really that's about helping clients' brands reach their full potential, more or less by any means necessary, you know, strategic, creative, omni-channel, all of it. But from the beginning, we're really about investing and making a difference for our clients' brands, giving that blockbuster brand level ideas and communication strategies to brands who otherwise may not get that kind of attention talent and dedication. So we're really specifically built to do that. And so early on, you know, as far as challenger brand goes, we were inspired by that whole idea of, of challenger brands, which is a sometimes a consumer notion that gets applied to consumer packaged goods more often. And in particular, there was a, a group in a, in a book, actually, that was called Eat Big Fish. Uh, and they, they really became uh, proponents of this challenger brand mindset and mentality that brands can adopt. They talked about how challenger brands are ones who upend categories. They use their brains instead of big budgets. They move faster. They think quicker. They do more. They're bolder, braver. They get, you know, what the big eat big fish people call unreasonable results. So in perspective to budget spent and share a voice, you're getting unreasonable kind of out of perspective, bigger results. Uh, and so that's really the origin and genesis of working with our agency in terms of being a healthcare challenger brands. And so we we translated and got the insight from that challenger brand mentality, which existed in consumer brands. And we really applied that to the healthcare field. The other thing that that a lot of people think about, it's it's all about money, right? But it's it's more about a mindset. So being able to take smart risks, being able to produce disruptive, creative, that sparks change. You know, a healthcare challenger brand is challenged by their circumstance and their environment. They may not have a clinical advantage, uh, first class leverage, a unique mechanism of action, a breakthrough product profile, 
terrific assets or the ability to outspend. Right. And so they don't always have, uh, you know, the things you think of when you think of a blockbuster brand that's leading the marketplace and really killing it. These are brands that have multiple challenges and not just a budgetary one, right? It's really about a mindset. And so when we are thinking about challenger brands in healthcare, it's, it's a little bit different than a consumer packaged goods. There's really multiple dilemmas for a healthcare challenger brand. Um, but what they do have in common with those challenger brands and consumer is they, a mindset, you know, to look at those challenges as opportunities. There are opportunities to differentiate, to propel the brand and elevate their marketing strategy, if not their budgets, and create a narrative of change for their brand. Based on your experience, what are a few dilemmas a healthcare challenger brand faces in our marketing environment today? One of the things that we're constantly running into is uh, if you're entering a market with inferior data to competitors, right? That's a, it's a big challenge to overcome. You could be a new entrant in a crowded, established category that you're trying to make headway in, or you could be even be launching a new indication or a dose in a crowded space. Maybe you're a misunderstood technology or you're reintroducing a product post-regulatory review. So there's a variety of different challenges that they may run into. It could be a small brand facing larger established competition. Maybe you're been on the market a while and you're existing, but you're underperforming and your brand needed uh, needs a boost. You could even have a limited rep force and you need a bigger share of voice to complete and grow the challenger brand and make sure that there's a, a larger share of voice than the leaders have. It could even be a commodity-driven market with little to no differentiation. And uh, one of the other things we run into, too, is when they're in the early phase of development uh, of a promising molecule, but there aren't, they aren't sure how to position it yet. So they are all different ways that we're looking at it from healthcare challenger brands in the market today. Right. In our time of looking at these challenger brands and talking to them, uh, you know, some of these things emerge. It's like these are commonalities that we hear time and time again. And sometimes we'll even go in and talk to a, to a, a brand team. And as we talk about some of these challenges that we've experienced, I think it's uh, what it does, it, it lets them know we understand their challenges. And there's usually a moment where they go, oh, yeah, we're like number three, two and nine. You know, that's us. Uh, and so it's been a useful understanding those challenges and putting them out there. As Sam's just talked about, there's a whole list of them. Um, really is a way to start that identification with the client on the path to finding out what they need to do to overcome their challenges and reach their full potential. In your opinion, what's one myth that comes to mind around how some marketers think about healthcare challenger brands? So I think the one big myth that I think everyone thinks is it's solely resourced and financially constrained, right? Healthcare challenger brands come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, what we've come to realize is that most brands uh, face when they're a challenge brand, even if it's situationally. Yeah. And that's, I think what we've learned is even market leading brands, uh, which you don't typically think of as a challenger brand, are challenger brands at some point in their life cycle. Uh, and so they, whether it's a marketplace issue or a competitive issue or what have you, um, there, there are challenges that, that arise throughout their whole cycle. And so we, we help as many probably market-leading brands as we do upstart brands in the process. 
Now, Elevate just launched a new challenge accepted campaign with 11 distinct challenger brand archetypes. Can you delve a little bit into what those different archetypes are? Sure. Yeah. And, and just a little setup to that. I think the archetypes come out of our years of talking to, to brands. Uh, and so in seven years of talking to a whole radically wide range of challenger brands in pharma, in medical devices, in biotech, some of them don't even realize they're challenger brands until we were able to speak with them and, and point some of these challenges that we're talking about out. But what we found is that probably somewhere in the area, 95% of them have similarities that can be looked at in about a dozen different ways. I think we actually have 11 different ways uh, in terms of the archetypes. And then looking back at the brands we've helped overcome challenges and reach their full potential, uh, and to all those brands we talked about, about their specific challenges, certain common archetypes have emerged. And so that's when we talk about the 11 different archetypes that's really what we're talking about. But even though there, there are commonalities that we've been able to create archetypes around, we each one of those brands has a required individual approach and a different strategy of engagement. But having those archetypes helps, helps us get a start on that path down to how do you reach full potential. First step is understanding what your challenges are and what kind of brand you are. You know, the, the whole idea behind the new campaign is really to, to lean into what if. What if we can help brands find their way more effectively or faster or more efficiently with some guideposts in place for what works? And, you know, also what hasn't as well to build from that. And it all starts with brand leadership getting aligned with a process and really help discover the brand's true challenges and its brand essence and its brand character or archetype. And we came up, you know, Barry mentioned those 11 archetypes and, you know, we had we had some fun and, and creative cleverness around it. And I'm gonna top line a couple of the 11. The 2020 visionary is all about seeing and believing. You're finding clarity in the future that maybe no one else was able to see, or you could be the later innovator. You're embracing that moment. If you don't have that first mover advantage, maybe you learn from others' experience and, advance your brand and your category in that position. The different maker is all about being distinctive by marketing. You know, can you jump ahead of the pack? Uh, can you differentiate and change the brand trajectory? Another one is the change engineer. Are we building a better tomorrow? It all starts with being an agent of change. How do we rethink, redesign, restructure things that work better for you in the market? Uh, the passionate advocate. You're tapping into a purpose. You're being present at every step of the journey. Maybe you're offering a helping hand. You're educating. You're caring. You're supporting better decision-making. The constant pioneer, you're relentlessly pursuing a newer open space. You're being dynamic. You're driving to higher potential. Think blue ocean. You know, the zebra unicorn, you're celebrating your uniqueness. You're very different. You're better recognized. It's, you know, it becomes a real advantage for a rare or especially challenging purpose. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that particularly is one we encounter in rare disease space quite a bit. And zebra, obviously, is the, exactly the, the symbol for rare disease. But even within rare disease, you know, there are those unicorns <laughs> within, within the zebras, uh, if you can imagine that. But, you know, there are some things that we have that are ultra rare um, conditions that, that the brands really have the extra challenges that they've got to surmount. 
you know, one of the favorites is, you know, the MOA Maven, right? Everybody falls in love with their science. Be different by design, right? The essence of the brand could be based on the power of the mechanism uh, to make it more powerful when it's fully understood or appreciated in the market. And then the defending champion, right, is one we run into a lot. You know, they want to stay on top. They're the market leader. However, you know, the marketplace dynamics change and you might be in a position to defend your position uh, in order to continue winning and the data driver, right? That you're going to champion the clinical, even when it's overlooked or underestimated, data can change the perception and your position. And I think that's the probably the latest. All of these correspond to a, an ad or a piece of communication in the campaign. And so each of these have their own visual star. And so we've uniquely got a, a campaign with 11 different um, facets to it. And so each, each one of the ads delves in a little bit deeper into some of these archetypes. So the data driver is the one that is about to break right now. And I think everybody wants to be the tech transformer at some point, right? You really want to be a true disruptor, um, something that is new or undiscovered. And, you know, did you find an unknown advantage in the marketplace that changes the game? As it relates to actual brands, I think we're we're working a lot with Johnson & Johnson right now and some of their medical technology companies. I think that's one where we really see a lot of that archetype. Um, there, you know, everything from robotic surgery to digitally pre-planned surgery. So there's a lot happening in the convergence of of medicine and technology right now in that in that area. And so that's a that's an archetype that we personally we, we're seeing quite a bit lately. And what would you say is the top challenge your clients' healthcare challenger brands face in the market today? Oh, I can I can say we're constantly fighting deep rooted beliefs, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. People are uncomfortable with change or they're or trying something new, right? I, I think everybody can relate to that. And healthcare challenger brands need to disrupt this deep rooted unwillingness and really help people change their routine or embrace something different and new. Yeah. There's inertia and also there's a lot of you know, I think folks can be overcome by their challenges. They've got to believe that they can do it and they've got to be willing to, by any means necessary, get there, be willing and brave and believe in being bold and thinking differently about it. You know, I've been reading a lot, uh, I'm sure like most of us, the Steve Jobs archives. Um, and, you know, he, I think he said it best is most people don't even know what they want until they see it. So sometimes you have to give people what they need not what they're actually asking for. And I think that's exactly what Apple did so magically when they disrupted the cell phone market with the introduction of the iPhone. Yeah, that's a great example. With an eye towards the future of marketing, where do you see healthcare challenger brands evolving their strategies for tomorrow? So, you know, when you start thinking about where it's going, I, I think the focus and, you know, you need to compete more aggressively in niche markets, right? I, I think that becomes the largest challenge because instead of trying to compete head on with the leaders of the market in large saturated uh, environments, healthcare challenger brands of the future should choose to target very specific niche markets. And the way I see it playing out is, you know, you really have to truly understand the unique needs and preferences of that particular segment. Then you tailor your product offerings, your services, your marketing strategies to effectively meet those demands. And you, you really establish 
yourself as an expert in that chosen area. And niche is uh, no longer, you know, a bad word. I think, I think it's, if you put enough of your niche together, uh, it's really where you can make the most difference. And so I think people sometimes think of that niche marketing as a negative thing. That's too small. Um, But for the brands we're talking about and in the scenarios we're talking about, that's really how you start to build on to look at as a holistic thing rather than just, oh, that's a small little part of the market that you can own. And I think the other area that, you know, we've been looking at, too, is almost like a fluid approach to marketing, um, being agile and embracing, you know, a more adaptive mindset. So when you start thinking about the future of healthcare challenger brands, they'll try to maintain an agile and adaptive mindset and respond more swiftly to market changes and audience demands. Maybe you're leveraging big data in real time. And we really believe that they should embrace experimentation, run more pilots, iterate on strategies, and be more willing to take calculated risks to stay ahead of the curve. And stay elevated. They need to do that. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. We have one final question, this being the Agency 100 Studio Sessions podcast. We've been asking our guests this question, and it is, what is the last song you listened to? Well, yeah, it's probably uh, on, on the way into work this morning. Um, <laughs> I, I heard a song since it's on the, on the cusp of the holiday weekend. It was uh, Island in the Sun by Weezer. So That's a good one. Uh, it's a good summer song. Summer. <laughs> I think start of the summer. Yeah, I think today on the I was listening to the '80s on Sirius, and I think it was Phil Collins. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> nice, reflecting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thank you both so much. This was Barry Schmader, Chief Creative Officer, and Sam Canizero, Executive Creative Director of Elevate Health. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks very much. 